Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. Yes, Dennis Halnan. He's one of the employee owners of Tab. Comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And he won't be around on September 9th, unfortunately. Oh, sorry. During our big uh, I really event. would love to be there. I but, know. Uh, We'd love to have you there. But he won't be there. But we will be live downtown, believe it or not, according to the Googles, a his- the historic district of East Hartford, which we've been here 20 years. I didn't know it was a historic district of East Hartford. <laughs> but that's where we are located. And you can come on down during the show. Um, we're going to be collecting your e-waste so that you, know, uh, you can make sure it doesn't end up in the landfill. A company called uh, Environmental Office Solutions in East Hartford as well is teaming up with us. They're also our client um, to actually collect the e-waste and responsibly recycle it. So you can get it out of your basement or your garage or your drawers. You can get rid of your cell phones, your old computers, and they'll be responsibly recycled on September 9th. We're going to be broadcasting live from in front of the old Tab Computer Systems World Headquarters um, (laughs) down there in East Hartford. Uh, formerly hermetically sealed. It's the la- it'd be the last time since we actually did the show live at Tab since the we had to hermetically seal it to do the show during the COVID. Uh, so feel free to come on down and get your stuff e-cycled. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything. You know, you can come on down and wave as you go through the the line there and have the data, have your equipment uh, picked up by the folks at at Tab and Environmental Office. Mark your calendar for September 9th. So as we wait for your calls, four lines wide open, 860-522-9842. thought we'd bring up this, this hot topic. So, you know, we talk about the cloud all the time. And this, mm-hmm. this cloud is called, literally called Cloud Nordic. So, yes, you're yes. thinking Vikings. Um, basically, Cloud Nordic was a, was. <laughs> they still, uh, yeah, <laughs> was. <laughs> was. They Keyword. were a website host of some kind, a cloud host, and an email host to many, 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 many companies out there in, in Norway and around the region, I'm sure. They were impacted in the, to the point where all their customers' data was lost. Let me repeat that again. I know you lost. put it in the cloud, but it's gone. You, you put it up there, and they, then even their backups, Cloud Norway had some sort of disaster recovery. Even their backups were gone. What's the moral of the story? Right? Uh, you know what it is. Correct. The moral of the story is just because you chucked it in the cloud doesn't mean you're in good shape. 
It just means you're hoping, you're praying. You're hoping and praying that um, the folks you've stuck your data with know what they're doing and have put in prevention so that this type of stuff doesn't happen. And a lot of times you're not even you're saying to yourself, well, this could this is never going to be a problem for me. I'm not even going to bother backing up my systems. So because I they've got it out there at Cloud Nordic. Well, they don't, guys. Nope. This is the case for Microsoft 365 as well. So if you're a company that is using 365, more power to you. No problem. Okay. You need to have a third party backup because if and when Microsoft is compromised, and we've seen it happen mm-hmm. already, Azure keys being compromised, people, you know, the government folks are getting their emails compromised, people are going to be exfiltrating data. You need to back up your software as a service, whether it be a Microsoft 365 instance, which will protect you from your own employees inadvertently deleting it. Yes. Or purposefully deleting it. You know, I, I'm sure every time you fire an employee, it goes perfectly well. <laughs> And they they don't do anything malicious on their way out, right? That's why never, you walk, that's why never. you walk them out, right? <laughs> yeah, never, never, never. So if they saw the axe coming, they could have been deleting that email for quite some time, and uh, you would have no recovery method, right? If you didn't have a backup, so you need to make sure your 365 is backed up. Just because it's in Microsoft's cloud, I mean, of all the clouds you'd think of, you'd probably want to back that one up more than any other one, um, right? I mean, they're the biggest target on the planet. So get that, get your backups in place for your cloud solutions. And I know you're going to say to me, well, geez, Eric, I'm paying an arm and a leg to put my stuff out there in the cloud. And now you're telling me I got to pay a pancreas to back it up? <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, if, you, if you want to keep operating, you do, right? I mean, if, 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 if you backed up your data from Cloud Nordic, you've been telling Cloud Nordic, hey, thank you for servicing us. We're moving on to another company, which is actually what Cloud Nordic is telling their customers to do. Yeah, yeah. They're they're simply waving the white flag. They're done. Yeah, they're, Simpl- they're toast. Similar to what uh, what was it? Rackspace did with mm-hmm. their hosted exchange email. They they're just nope. Either either go with three sixty five or go to someone else. Right, and lots of people went with someone else. Yeah. Um. So the moral of the story is just because you put it in the cloud, no matter what it is. If it's your ERP system, you know, if, if it's your system that um, uses that is designed to diagnose cancer, uh, like Electa. Remember, we've talked about Electa before, where that software was that whole cloud-based diagnosis software that manages cancer um, uh, processes, uh, however you want to say it, was encrypted. Yep, and they had to run out servers to lo- to the local sites to get the comp- the clients back up and running in some way, shape, or form as they recovered from that malware attack that ransomed their entire cloud. Uh, same thing's happening in ECHN. Um, how many? I don't know how many examples I can give you. Uh, if, if you need, for you to know or need to know, you have to back up what you've put out there in the cloud. Sure, it gives you maybe some additional functionality and all that fun stuff, and the guys who are putting and renting the cloud to you are very happy to rent it to you, right? Very, very I mean, it, I don't know about you guys, but landlords make a lot more money than the renters, right? So <laughs> that's the idea here. These are digital tenements in the cl- in the sky, quote unquote, and they're renting out space to you at a premium. You know, renting you compute, renting you data storage, renting you software, renting, 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 um, and then of course when it all goes bye bye, you're left holding the bag. So make sure you back it up. Uh, you know. Our job as IT people or IT professionals is to try to point out where you're going to possibly go wrong as best as best we can so that you don't have that issue happen to you. Um, 
So Cloud Nordic, uh, we'll see how long that lie that that company lasts if it lasts at all. And uh, you know, people are joking the password they were using was Skull or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but the link is out there. I know it's you have to cry if you weren't laughing about it. Um, so we'll see how they go. So feel free to get online, guys. 860-522-9842 is the number. Four lines open for you guys. A very quiet morning this morning. You're all at the at the um, the balloon festival, probably. Yeah, well, it seems that way. Um, what else you want to bring up, Dennis? Well, uh, Dropbox has run into some complications with uh, their service, uh, specifically what they call their advanced plan. Yeah, with unlimited storage. Oh, unlimited! I love unlimited. Yes, unlimited. It's like all you can eat. Yeah. It, you, with Dropbox, you could have a plan that's had offered you unlimited storage on their system. Wow. Yeah, that's quite quite dandy. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, they've run into some problems, as I said. Yes. Uh, they found out that some crypto kitties are mm-hmm. using um, those accounts as repositories for very large amounts of crypto data that are required if you're... Uh, updating an entire blockchain uh, because every transaction for a particular coin goes into a single chain. And mm. as you can imagine, In that builds up. Yeah. it. That's that's another problem with cryptocurrency that I'm not even going to get into. I wasn't even okay? aware of this problem. Yeah. I, I knew about the compute problem, the electricity problem. Yeah, as the a matter of fact, Bitcoin has actually been forked in the past. But okay, yes, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but they have to they have to vote to fork it. Right. They have to all agree and we're going to fork. There have the, to be linkages between the, the forks, forks and yeah. some other stuff. At any rate, it just takes up a lot of storage, depending on what you're doing with it. Unbelievable. The other thing that people were doing apparently mm. was just reselling. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe I've got one of these plans, and maybe I set you up to get in there and put your data in there, too. Isn't that like Airbnb, like arbitrage, arbitrage or something like that, where you would actually resell somebody else's Airbnb as another reseller? <sighs> what? It's a thing. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so they're going to resell the data storage. So at any rate, wow. uh, what they're doing is they're getting rid of the unlimited storage in there. Um, the ceiling now is going to be 35 terabytes. That's a lot of storage Give or still. take. And apparently they still have some customers that are above that, so they're going to have to accommodate them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they will. But uh, the uh, the days of unlimited storage on Dropbox are over because of the crypto kitties in the resellers. Well, they've, yeah. uh, they've ruined it for everybody. Well, yeah, you make it the same it, old story. That's how I think there's a, there's a whole Airbnb approach where you actually have, you can be a, 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 a second party and resell Airbnbs, and the Airbnb folks don't even know you're doing that. So you, you're getting a rental from somebody you think is real, but they're just reselling it to somebody else. So that's what's happening with Dropbox, huh? Hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, you got to back it up. Oh yeah, right. So you got you got your big crypto string there. Mm-hmm. What happens if you lose it? Oops. Is it supposed to resync? Yes, it is. You can you can reacquire the blockchain if you need to. Gotcha. And it, oh, I don't even I can't even believe that's a thing too. So, <laughs> all right. So storage is a thing with blockchain. Oh, I can't make it up. So feel free to get online, guys. Four lines wide open. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two is the number. This is Computer Talk. We're gonna be here till eleven o'clock. Forty five more minutes. Get online. We'll be right back.
All right, we're going to be here at 11 o'clock. Let's get to your calls. 860-522-9842 is the number. We're going to go to Ray in Burlington first. What's cooking, Ray? Hi, I have a question for you regarding my um, Internet network. All and right. actually, it's, it's first I'm going to start by asking you whether this sounds like legit. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say legit, but whether it worked. About a month ago, we had problems with our phone. It was staticky, so we had someone come out from Comcast, and they fixed the line coming in, so it got rid of the static. Yeah. Well, at the same time, I asked them about our router, and I said, you know, something having to do with the router, and I asked him a question. He did a couple things, but he, he took and he combined the, the 2.4 and the 5 gigahertz into one setting, mm-hmm. which means... Uh, my devices will go back and forth without me having to choose them. Mm -hmm. But then he tightened the wires on the back of the router. And what happened was this. Prior to him coming out, we were getting about 80, 90 megabits per second. Yep. After that, we were getting 350 to 450. Mm. Okay? Mm. So now, whether whether that was his couple things he did, I'm not really concerned about. But then what's what I got a question about this is I have a four year old Samsung Android phone. When I do a speed test, I get anywhere from 350 to 400 on it. I have two seven-year-old Windows 10 laptops. Again, I'm getting 350 to 450 on there. Mm. I purchased a, a Lenovo Windows 11. When I do a speed test there, I'm only getting about 50 or 60 mega, megabits per second. I did a couple of Google searches, and I looked at some of the things to be done, and I thought, ooh, maybe that's a little bit beyond my uh, pay grade, I'll say. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to... So I figured I'd call you folks up and ask, is there something you would suggest that I change in the settings, or what um, What can I do, do you think? So they're, all those speed tests were done wirelessly, right? Correct, yes. All right, so the wireless, you know, the 2.4 and the 5, 5 gig there, 5G, are the methods that you're connecting with. Correct, yep. The laptop is choosing poorly, I'm guessing. Okay. Um, and not getting a, not getting the best of the performance. So if it chooses 5G but it's too far back, you may not get a good performance. See, the, okay. when they when they combine that for you, I would contend they did you a disservice. Yeah, oh, I agree. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah. I agree. Okay. You want to be able to choose your method of connection. If you're at a distance, 2.4 okay. works better. If you're okay. close up to the firewall, the 5 gigahertz works better. And you can't tell now what you're connecting at. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Because now it says when I when I hover over the um, you know the uh, little bars for the internet it says uh, two point four but I think what you're saying is in the back it's saying it's two point four because that's okay. the only one that's listed on there but in the background it could be the two point four or the five. Um, it depends well, how it's described. So here's yeah. the thing: if it's telling you that it's connected at two point four, then that's what you've got. Mm-hmm. But okay. it can switch at any time, and you would hmm. never know that because it you're not actually controlling which SID or network name you are connected to. If you have separate network names for each different frequency, you're going to have control. You're going to know absolutely that this thing is connected only at 5 gigahertz or only at 2.4. And that is all that it will ever do. At this point, you can look at it, what it says now, but Mm -hmm. five minutes from now it might be a different frequency. And that might be harming the throughput. Okay. Well, interesting enough, I'm in I'm in a room on the second floor, and the internet router uh, is on the first floor. Yeah. But when I have the other two computers, the Windows 10, both of them, when I hook them up and do a speed test, they're all coming across at 350 or you know 400. Mm-hmm. And this one that's you know two feet, three feet away from it, 
it's only getting to 50. So is there anything that you would suggest or a website you might suggest that uh, has different options for me to, um, you know, may, maybe I should split the two again? Or um, well, what's it's, your thought? The issue is based on the actual Wi-Fi radio inside the laptop. Yeah. Okay. So I would tell yeah. you to take that newer laptop and bring it right up against the uh, firewall and do a, do a oh, speed okay. test. It should oh, okay. choose 5 gigahertz, and it should be wicked fast. Okay, so in other words, take it out of where I am in the room now, put it right next to the router you're saying. Yes, yeah. and try to see if it connects at 2.4 or 5. Hopefully it connects at 5. And okay. you'll see that you should see the nice high speed. Okay. My, my guess is it's not navigating well between the two, yeah. the, the two SSIDs. Yeah. Okay. Or you can well, update the drivers, and, and see, but I would think, the, think those are pretty current. Yeah, okay. if it's a well, new laptop, it should be. Yeah. Well, interesting enough, I was in a different um, location a number of months ago, and it was actually pulling down. I think that router that I was that it was um, well, about fifteen twenty feet away. It was pulling down before uh, at like four hundred or so. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of odd that in a different location it was much better than this. But I I, I see where I when see you say different location within your home or at a different site oh, completely different state. Different state. Okay, so it's back to you again. So you've already proven that the actual device is capable of these speeds, but it's having trouble navigating your SSIDs and making these choices. Got it. Okay. Hey, you know, could you, is it possible that you have any, what you would say, a reliable um, site that would say how I should go about taking the 2.4 and maybe splitting it back into the 5? Is that something you'd suggest doing or just leave it that way right now? Well... You should be able to go to Comcast and do it. You can look at the configs. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, okay. You'd want to log into that firewall and, and undo what they did so you have the right. two separate SSIDs. I, we always think that's the best way to go. And, and then when 6 comes out, you're going to have that third SSID. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, this fella, he was good with fixing the phone. He got me my higher speed, and he said, oh, you yeah. got the two, and you're going to have to decide between the two. He says, why don't I put them together so that, you know, then you're – your computers or your phones will do the uh, MX switching. But I, I understand exactly what you're saying about that. So yeah. uh, I'll give that a shot. Sometimes they choose poorly. Mm. Yeah. Good. All right, Ray. Thanks very much. Hey, listen, have a good rest of the weekend. I appreciate you taking my call. Our pleasure. Thank you for calling. Thanks. Right, bye-bye. bye-bye. Um, the other thing about Wi-Fi that I didn't even realize until lately, I, did, I just found this out recently, um, Wi-Fi does not go through low-E glass very well. That's news to me, too. Yeah, I thought it worked. I thought the biggest issue of Wi-Fi that we see in most of our work is through the concrete walls, right? So school systems that we put the stuff in, these you need an access point in every school, every classroom, because right. it's concrete everywhere. Low-E glass messes with the Wi-Fi signal. I had no idea wow. it did that. Yeah, wow. so I learned something new. Uh, we're going to be here for another half an hour, guys. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Everything's been posted over over at our Facebook page by Mike G. If you like Tab Computer Systems, you'll get our news feeds. And we'll update you during the week, too, if there's anything that you should be aware of. And then eventually it'll show up on our website over at computertalkwithtab.com. We're having an issue with that that we've been working on. Um, an hour or so from the show, it seems to just populate. It's a third-party tool that we use, and we don't know why it's slow. We'll be right back. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Feel free to get online, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Don't forget, mark your calendars for September 9th. Joey is going to be there over at Tab Computer System, the famous Joey Burgoyne and his beard. His beard will be there before he is. Um, we'll be here helping us out with our live broadcast, and you're collecting your e-waste uh, at the in the historic district of East Hartford. Um and uh, thanks to Environmental Office Solutions for partnering with us to collect that e-waste. A couple things we want to bring up. Uh, this has been all over the news. It's kind of weird. Like It's like the telephone game. But um, Apple's been warning for a little bit now, since I see a post going back to the 17th, um, not to charge your phone, not to have your phone in your bed and have it charging and fall asleep with it. Right? Uh, there's a danger yeah. there. Electric shock. Yes. You know, possible fire. Yeah, and I'm I'm. If you look at news articles about what they're telling you, it's it's almost as it's, if they're playing that telephone game, right? The the actual message is a little bit distorted. Some say don't have it charging next to you, <laughs> right? Which is what people but do. Next to it is you know how far I don't know. Right. right. Um, what I did actually go to Apple's website and I'm looking at their guidance. Yes. Okay, and it says number one, uh, avoid prolonged skin contact with the charging cable and connector when the charging cable is connected to a power source. Okay. So they're talking about direct skin contact. Yeah. Another issue here is um, use common sense to avoid. Oh, situ- wait, stop. Common sense. Oh, I know. It's not that kind. Don't, we don't have that anymore. Skip that okay. One. No, go ahead. Uh, use avoid situations where your skin is in contact with a device, its power adapter, or a wireless charger mm. when it's operating or connected to a power source for long periods of time. Right. Uh, 
don't sleep on a device, power adapter, or wireless charger, or place them under a blanket, pillow, or your body when it's connected to a power source. This is all about not touching the phone or the charger or the cable while it's charging. Also, not allowing any of those things to become covered while they're charging. You don't want them to build up heat that gets contained. Uh, And I would imagine that your skin would heat it up also, and that's the issue. So I don't think Apple is telling you not to put not to charge your iPhone overnight on a night table, you know, next to your bed. I don't think right. that's unless what you happen saying. to be a crazy sleeper and you uh, find and yourself you, on the night table occasionally, which is the case for me sometimes. <laughs> um, when the dog and the wife kind of end up <laughs> sleeping like an H rather than the right way, and I'm I'm literally on the night table. That does happen. <laughs> Um, so yes, uh, you're right, Dennis. I think you know, just common sense, which is not that common. Now, what about like the clicker? What happens if you leave the clicker in your bed? Is that okay? Well, I don't know. It might turn on your TV in the middle of the night while you're sleeping. The dog, the dog no does idea. that all the time. Or maybe the, it'll turn the volume up and yeah. wake you. Who knows? The dog does that all the time. <laughs> all right, so we'll put. We've done our public service about Apple and not charging it, not having a plugged-in device charging under your pillow is probably a bad idea. This public service brought yes. to you by Computer Talk with Tab. All right, let's go to uh, your calls. We're going to go see what Steve in West Hartford's got going on. Hey, Steve. Hey, good morning, guys. Good awesome morning. show. Listen as much as I possibly can. Thanks. I'll uh, I'll try to condense this as best as possible. I had WebRoot for a couple years now. Never had a problem with it or any issues from yeah. being on the web. Um, just recently I had to renew my tech support just because that's who I've been using, although I'm not using them now. Yeah. So on Monday I renewed my tech support. They told me, make sure you renew your web route, but they made it clear. Don't do it until Thursday, do it the 24th. And they said, if you're really not using tech support, we don't show that you use it at all. They said, just cancel it on the 25th. And you'll still have your web route. I said, okay, we'll do that. Mm -hmm. So I went about doing that. And after the fact, I received an email from the guys with the big yellow letters that said they canceled both, or the receipt showed canceled your membership with tech support, canceled web route. Mm. So I got on the horn, and they said, that's just the way it is. And I said, but I was a, a member at the time, and that's really not the issue. Right, right. But uh, they told me I'm going to have to reinstall for a new antivirus. You can't just up it without you know, going into the, the computer itself. Wow, what a pain in the butt. Yeah. yeah, what a pain in the butt, especially when you're not really computer savvy. I use this for, for sales and, yeah. and doing stuff like mm-hmm. that. But in the meantime, I thought, I said, let me just see if I still have WebRoot on my, on my computer. Mm-hmm. So I clicked down, and it said WebRoot is, is still on. So yeah. I said, huh, let me see. I went on just to a couple sites, nothing that I had an account with or anything. Went mm-hmm. on to Craigslist, mm-hmm. done something. That was fine. Clicked on to YouTube, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I had bells and whistles and sirens going off, and it was like a fraudulent message that locked right. up my computer. Yeah. And this is half an hour, hour after the fact. Mm-hmm. 
And the only way that I could shut it down was hitting control, alt, delete, mm. you know, and ending the task. Yeah. To, to actually shut it down. Right. So your browser was hijacked. Yeah. And I have a question when you went to, you said you went to YouTube and that caused this. Did you search for YouTube within Google or whatever search engine are you using? What I did is I hit Yahoo, then I hit the task bar for Yahoo, Uh and I have a list of frequently visited sites. Yeah, okay. And when you click on that, then it brings you to a page where you can pick, uh, you know, YouTube, YouTube Premium, Amazon, Amazon Plus, Amazon Prime, Mm -hmm. and you click and and you you do that, but... Mm. I went back and yeah, YouTube didn't really seem like YouTube after the fact, but I did mm-hmm. have that threat on my computer. Right. Yeah. I, what I think might have happened is that uh, somebody got an ad onto that page that kind of masqueraded as this regular link to right. YouTube that you're typically looking for and use. Yeah. Uh, and I think that took you to a malicious site instead of YouTube. Right. So Yeah, but this just seems it, <laughs> just a little too coincidental, being I've had, had WebRoot for two years. Ah, uh, so here's okay. a problem they, that, ever, ever. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to say it right out loud. That browser hijack did not come from inside your computer. No. So WebRoot had nothing to do with it, WebRoot being there or not or whatever. Had nothing whatsoever to do with that. That so came in from co- outside. It's not coincidental, then. It, 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 is, it is coincidental. coincidental. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing completely coincidental. Nothing nefarious about WebRoot that yeah. would do that. And it's really unless you're running OpenDNS, which you were, if you ran that, you probably wouldn't have been delivered to that site. It would have maybe not blocked you. Yeah. It maybe, just seems like a conspiracy to have tech support <laughs> and WebRoot through the guys with the big yellow letters. You know, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I, oh, definitely. I mean, I, I understand, but. I have I've seen these browser hijacks. So is Eric. Yeah, they don't come from the computer itself. No, they. And you know what's strange? I went outside. back onto Amazon when I turned my computer on, yeah. and I look, and it says Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Then you look at the the web base, and it said Amazon Prime. I click on it, and where you have Amazon in the top left corner of the page, and then you can you have a little task bar where you could scroll for, or you could put in whatever you're looking for. Yeah. It just said M-A-Z-O-N with no A. Hmm. So yeah, I'm kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. Right. I, I like the web route, and I still anticipate getting it yeah. just because the, the geeks can put it on for me, and I'm right. – in and out, I put it on a backup computer and mm-hmm. this computer here. Yeah. But I'm wondering, I tell them, I tell them and, or say, hey, you know, this is what I'm looking to do. Any possibilities of getting a, a manager over here while I explain so I don't have to tell you this long story two times. And I mean, do I have to worry that there's something malicious on my computer now? Does no. it have to get wiped and reloaded or can I just go ahead and put... Uh, web root back on without worry you, you can't assume that you're impacted so you've you've conflated both of those issues right you've said hey i removed web root and then all of a sudden i get hit with something 
They shouldn't have to wipe and reload, like Dennis said. No, um, you can put Webroot on there, run a scan, and it'll take care of it, and you're done. Um, when I after I don't know if I made mention after the fact when I had to control alt delete to shut my computer down and I went back on. Yeah. I went back on. I still had Webroot, so I ran a scan. Yep. It showed no issues or no threats. Correct. This is yeah. a browser-based issue, not a... Okay. The, it's the browser getting instructions from a malicious website. Right. It's, there's, it's not anything that's on your computer. It really isn't. I, right. I, it's, this is where OpenDNS comes in. That yeah. you, you've ended up at a bad site. Webroot has nothing to do with it. You just inadvertently clicked or retricked, or like Dennis said, the ad. Many ways you got here has nothing to do with Webroot. And, wow, it's and just, what I would do if I were you yeah. is stop clicking on a portal to get to things you want to go to. Mm. What oh. I would do is collect up your bookmarks for the sites you want to go to mm. and make sure they are bookmarked in your browser and then only use the correct those bookmarks. bookmarks in the browser to get to those sites. Mm. Oh, so and, you really have to be cautious even. Well, yeah, yeah, because because these these portals even even the you know the search engines they can get seeded with bad ads that are yeah. taking you to malicious sites. I've seen it. And counterfeit portals exist that look yeah. like they use the Cyrillic A, and it looks like a, a regular Amazon A, but it's a Cyrillic A, and you're going to go to the wrong Amazon.com. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, yeah. I know I mentioned, but I don't know how much in detail when that fraudulent message came on that was yeah. flashing with horns blowing and right. all. <laughs> yeah, we heard it. Yeah, Microsoft or right. Windows support, call now, call now. Your IP address has right. been hijacked by someone in Rhode Island. They actually named the state, and it yeah, just yeah. went over and over yeah, and over. It's a big, fat, honking lie. It's a scam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But I mean... Uh, it's scary, though. Even though. Well, okay. they, they what they're really trying to do is get you to call that number. So Right. Yeah, good luck there. I'll give them my social number along with that, too. Right. All right, Steve. I mean, I would tell you to load the web route back on there and um, I mean, give it a try. Give it a try again, and it's not a conspiracy. I promise you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have no banking information, no anything on there. Yeah. So, thank you, guys. Right, Love thank you, your Steve. show. We appreciate you being there. Yep. Have a great day. You Bye too. Bye. Bye. We're gonna step out for a quick break. We'll be right back. And we are back. And we might have noticed all the tunes are women, talking about women. Yeah. And it's uh, Women's Equality Day, which in my house is every day. Hopefully your house too. <laughs> and speaking of that, my wife convinced us that we should buy a, a new laundry center from a, from a big box store for a property we have. For, and um, so I did. Bought this, bought this new laundry center. It's all... Newfangled Wi-Fi connected, right? It's a, it's both a washer and dryer at the bottom. I'm sorry, washer in the bottom and dryer top. It's one big stacked connected box of of monstrosity um, that I can't move. So what did I do? I had the big box store, quote unquote. I'm going to put these in heavy quotes here. Professionally install it. Oh, that's the big mistake here. Um, so we 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 order the big box store. They get there and they deliver. They take the old one away. They get this new one in there. The bottom. So this is this is beyond. This is where we are in the year 2024. We can't have nice things. We can't do the basics anymore. Is what I'm getting at here. On the back of this 
laundry center, Samsung, oh, it's an LG laundry center, it tells you you have to have a certain plug in order to plug in the dryer, right? So it's got the little right angle prong and then the two slashed prongs, 240 volt or 220 yeah, volt. Yeah, yeah, that's... It's right there. There's a picture on the back of that thing mm -hmm. in the manual, page 19, has the same picture of that outlet. And guess what we have, Dennis? That exact outlet. Oh, convenient. Yeah, should yeah. work great. So these professional installers come and they use a regular plug to plug in the washer portion because that's all it needs. They connect the drain perfectly and they attach a cord that doesn't have the right end on it. And do they plug it in? No. They leave it for us to do. And of oh. course, it has three prongs on it that's designed for an oven connection. Right. Now, here's where it gets crazier. I'm in the Twilight Zone. I spent hours on the phone with the big box store customer support saying, they, you guys did this. I can show you pictures. Try to convince a customer service agent of this issue. Now, I'm explaining to you exactly as it is. I have the right outlet. I have the outlet and all the pictures that are designed to plug it in. I tell them they put on the wrong cord. The third-party, quote-unquote, professional installer say, well, that's the cord that comes with this Samsung washing machine. I'm like, no, it, no, it's not. It's not. It can't be. Try to, try to explain them that it can't be. <sighs> Do you think they've come out and tried to fix it? No. Do you think I have to pay another, another person to do that? Probably. That's what's happening today. Oh. How is this a thing in this day and age? I, I, I just, it's a power cord for crying out loud. Ugh, I don't get it. For, wa for a washer and dryer. And they're promoting <laughs> this thing all over TV, this big box store, this exact thing. I'm telling you guys, make sure you know what power cord they plugged in because it's not going to work if they, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I just can't believe in this day and age is we're getting to that point. You can't get the right power cord for your appliance. It's not a cheap appliance either. Let's go on to uh, Kim, but my wife tells me it's a good investment. Let's go on to Kim <laughs> in Bloomfield. <laughs> hey, Kim. What's up? Kim, you there? Hey, so, yep, I'm here. Can you hear me? Uh, yep, real quick. Okay, okay. So, um, so I just bought a new, a new laptop, okay, brand new, and um, just, just setting it up. Like, I have an old uh, email uh, you know, att. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. dot net. So, how, where do I go? I mean, right now, you know, it came with it came with Microsoft Edge and Bing, um, and I also used to have WebRoot. Um, I bought it at Best Buy. Okay, and they said that it would cost forty dollars to put to put it back on. To put so your email back on. Now to put, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I've got too many questions, I think. Um, yeah, I, I really do. Because I just like setting it up and like just pressing mm -hmm. this. Do I sign in and sync data? You know, I didn't, I didn't have them transfer any of my data. I wanted to start fresh with a mm. new computer, just like start fresh. Yeah. Um, but even with my old computer, which was the, the HP, it always said that my Microsoft settings were out of, out of sync. Mm. Your, yeah, your so online I, settings, the Microsoft 365 settings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even have 365. I mean, I just hmm. so because it usually comes. So let's just go. Let's try the email thing. So yeah. I get my email on my phone yes. and my iPad. Yep. Okay. Yep. Because I've never really been able to. Um, it, it it just stopped working on my old one. Yeah. And then every once in a while, I'd go into Yahoo. Yeah. I mean, what would you suggest? That's well, what I well, if you're running AT&T, Yahoo would be a browser-based way to get into your email. Right. 
nothing to set up. You just log into Yahoo and you get your email that way. If you want to use a mail client like Outlook or yeah. uh, Thunderbird or, or Windows Mail or Windows Mail, you have to go to those applications and configure your mail settings for your AT&T account on that client so it can send and receive mail. We can put a link up to that, but we're running out of time. But we'll put a link up to how to configure your mail on a mail client. That helps. All right, Kim? Okay. That, that'll be great. All Thank right. you. You're welcome. Uh, Thank you. Should, should I sign in and thank my data? That's I, up to I, you. But if you had nothing out there, I don't even think I would bother with it. And You wanted to start fresh. I want to thank Carolyn for producing. I want to thank everyone for joining us on this Saturday morning. I'm, we're all out of time. Thank you, Mike G., for posting everything live. See you guys next Saturday. Remember, we want you to be geeks, too. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.